0: God is everything, and I'm about to get ready to uh, get the children, the children, the six and under can go to Children's Church. Before we do that, real quick, um, I noticed the glory came in for a minute, y'all, and I was back there basking in the glory, and I don't feel everybody got what they should have gotten. And and, and we got to understand us as adults, that children are watching us, and and, and they don't understand certain things. And see, what you got to know about God, it's easier to praise God. I praise God on the level of who I think he is. Because if I think God is okay, He get okay praise. Yeah, that's good. That's good. If I think He's good, He get good that's praise. Good. That's good. But if I think He's great, He get great yes. praise. Yes. The Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. So we are gonna try this one more time been good. He's been kind. He's been merciful. He's been great. Our worship is for real. So I'm going to ask you one more time. If he's, if he's good to you or great to get on your feet and get excited about what God has done for your life, how he's loved you, forgiven you, and kept you in your right mind and blessed you this week to so make it through. No harm, no danger. Your baby ain't in the hospital. He's been good. He's been kind. He's been better to us than so we've been to ourselves. So we thank you, oh God, on today, oh God, for being good to us. For being good, because nobody is good but God. Amen. amen. And dear Lord, we thank you today, oh God. I pray, oh God, we thank you for the praise, team, and the praise and worship that has ushered in your presence. So now we pray, Father God, that you have your way, oh God, that your word goes forth, oh God, with boldness and clarity, oh God. That it pierces our hearts, oh God, that it helps us to get closer to you, oh God. So I pray for that right now, for you to have your way. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. 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 All the children, y'all be maybe dismissed to six and under. Y'all old ones, y'all can rock with us. Y'all ain't too young, amen. The Bible, we're gonna read scripture. Might you stand for the scripture real quick, and you can be seated. John chapter 8, if you have your Bible. Verse 10. John chapter 8, verse 10. Hey, it might take John chapter 8, verse 10. And it reads as follows. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? If you don't mind, shake somebody's hand and say, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. Shake somebody's hand. Make sure you shake it. Shake it like you going to shake it off and tell them, I forgive. I forgive. Yes, I forgive. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Here we are in the fifth installment of this series, and I'm excited about it. I truly believe that if you embrace and commit to these applications or spiritual disciplines, your relationship with God will no doubt go to another level. That's good. If you missed the message, please go back and listen to them. If you're struggling with a previous topic, go back and listen because I teach in series. And the things about series are they're very thought provoking. They go in order. So if I'm teaching something that's in order, it's in order and each lesson tends to build off the other. So it's imperative that you are up to speed, but this week we're downloading the I Forgive app. Yeah, yeah. The first thing I want everyone to understand, the working definition of this series, and those who have been rocking with me have heard this several times, but I gotta drill this into your spirit. What is application? The action of putting something into operation. Yeah. It has to put it in operation. So every app we mentioned in this series, if you don't put some kind of action into it, into the operation, you won't receive any of its benefits. Yeah. The four goals of this series The four goals a desire to read God's word I want you to read God's word daily It is imperative that you read his word daily That's the only way you're really going to change And experience God fully By reading his word daily mm-hmm. And the next one is trust God Because a lot of us believe in God But we don't trust him yeah, Praise God that's good. We believe but we don't trust See reading helps me to trust God See reading helps me to know To see God help this person in the Bible God delivered this person So if he did it for them He can do it for me the Bible, if I read, tells me that God's not a man that he should lie. So I know God ain't going to lie to me. He got me back, got my back. Uh, the Bible tells me that God can do anything but fail. So reading the word is what helps me to trust God. And then when I trust him, I get to experience answer prayer. And that's my prayer for all you guys. There's nothing like praying and God answers that thing, there's nothing like putting a thought or something before God and giving it and putting it in his hands and he answers that for you. It's an amazing feeling. And I believe a lot of Christians don't experience answer prayer. And it's a shame. And the last thing is discipleship. We want to disciple people and bring them to Christ. And that's what this whole series is based on. But some people don't even like the word forgiveness. We're going to dig into the Bible, into this story. But some people don't like that word, Pastor. I read, I pray, I repent, I follow Jesus. But forgive somebody? You're going to have to convince me, I need to forgive a pastor. Good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you came. You don't know what they did to me, Pastor right I don't know I don't know you right you might be having a hard time forgiving that person that did something to you and I have no idea what they did I don't know how bad they hurt you I don't I have no idea I don't know how many times they lied to you I don't I don't I don't know I don't know how many times they lied on you or whatever they did only God knows all this but what I do know is what unforgiveness does let's look at this unforgiveness hinders our prayers from being answered and keeps us from being forgiven It hinders your prayers from being answered. I'm going to prove it to you. Look at Mark 11 and 25. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them. Anything against anyone. ain't no list right there. Anything, you got to forgive them. Jesus is clear. It is imperative that if you got anything in your heart against anybody, you can't even pray to me right now unless you go forgive them. And then he says, so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My forgiveness is predicated on me forgiving somebody else. I can't even receive God's forgiveness until I forgive this person. Jesus is very clear. Jesus preached forgiveness. He stood on it to my team, my I follow team. Think about this. Jesus picked Judas knowing the whole time he would betray him. <laughs> he knew he would steal money from the group those of those that are Bible readers know that the purse, everybody kept all the money together everybody, the disciples rolled in one gang. it was a pot, we all gotta eat on this pot we all gotta stay in this pot and Judas was taking money out the pot he knew that he would betray him for 30 pieces of silver, Jesus knew he was gonna do that, Jesus knew he was meeting with the people that wanted to kill him, Jesus knew that he would leave them to him in the the garden of Gethsemane, he knew that Judas would betray him with a kiss I'm thinking about Jesus had to endure all the pain All the beatings and whippings on that night And can I suggest to you the torture of his enemies May have been easier to forgive Because you expect your enemy to treat you a certain way Praise God I know you don't like me I expect you to be evil to me I know you don't like me I expect you to hurt me I know you don't like me I, expect me. I, don't, like me. I don't expect no grace I don't expect no mercy from you I know you don't like me But Judas and Jesus was kicking it for three plus years They went everywhere together, every step of the way. He was there for the miracles. He seen him do all kinds of stuff. So when Judas stabbed him in the back, I bet that hit different than the Pharisees. Because getting done wrong by a sibling hit different. Getting done wrong by a parent or a family member kind of hits different. By a best friend or a loved one or or somebody in your relationship, it it hits different. Why? Because they're closer to you and you love them. And see, Jesus still kept his heart cleansed while I love him and forgave Judas All of his attackers and even us Because if he didn't he couldn't complete The father's work See forgiveness leads us to the father's work So the next thing about Forgiveness what I do know about it is Is there a limit to forgiveness Pastor it gotta be a limit right It gotta be at some point I can cut him off right I mean I know I gotta Forgive but at some point it got To be a limit and let's look at what the Bible says Matthew 18 says This then Peter came to him And said Lord How often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said, I do not say to you up to seven times, but 70 times seven. Praise God. Pete thought he was doing something, (laughs) y'all. He said, you know what? Three is a pretty good number. Four is even a good number. Seven, that got to be enough. If Somebody do something to me. Lord, seven times? If I forgive him from seven, we should be cool. I should be able to sweep that under the plate. And Jesus says, no, that's not enough, Pete. 70 times seven is 490 times, and this is per day. Praise God, amen. This is per day. You're supposed to forgive somebody. 70 times 7. Jesus is showing us that you don't have the right to not forgive people. I don't care what they did or how bad they hurt you. You don't have a right not to forgive them because I forgive you. But 70 times 7, but don't miss that. Don't be a fool and forgive people and think I'm supposed to keep letting you hurt me neither. He ain't saying be a fool, but he's saying forgive him because I got to forgive you because I can't continue to forgive you and let you hurt me and bring me back into a toxic mess. No, forgive somebody, but have enough sense to know I got to get out of here, too. Amen. But this is the misunderstanding about forgiveness. It isn't just about the other person, but it's for me as well. It ain't just about me. Brant Jean, the brother of uh, uh, the brother, both of Jean, the young, beautiful brother that was at home minding his own business, sitting there chilling, and the police officer uh, Amber Geiger came into his apartment and shot him and killed him on his couch. Uh, the brother was in his own crib, mining his bed, and she broke into his house and shot him and killed him. And as we know, they went to trial, and, and she was convicted for, I believe, manslaughter, got like 10 years, and probably going to get reduced, Now to get a lot of time. But, but the brother who was a Christian says, let me hug her and forgive her. Wow. And the Christian community lost their mind. Wow! They were upset. How you going to hug her and forgive her? She just killed your brother. How are you going to do that? And I thought Christianity was built on forgiveness, right. Right. but they hated on him and got mad. Right. But we must understand the first process in saying I need to forgive somebody is acknowledging that I need to forgive you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. See, if I don't forgive you, it's going to it's going to if I don't forgive you, then it's going to get my heart unclean. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't forgive you, it's going to make me hate you. So this dude says, you know what? It's hard. She killed my brother. Yes, she killed my brother. My heart is breaking. But for me to even get to a true point of forgiving her, I got to acknowledge the fact that I have to forgive her. And until you acknowledge the fact you have to forgive, you won't even be able to begin to forgive. Uh, There's a movie called The Shack. If you haven't seen it, it's an awesome movie. It came out in 2017. I have the book anyone likes to read, but it was about a man who was suffering from a family tragedy. His daughter, they were on a family vacation, his daughter was kidnapped and murdered. His little baby girl and he he has a wife, he has another son and a daughter, and they all and they and they all hanging out. And they go back to this place where all this tragedy happens. And he's had a relationship with God, but he don't forgive his dad. He's mad at his dad. And now he's mad at God because all this stuff that happened with his daughter. He's upset. He's angry at everybody. He's losing his wife. He's losing his other kids. He's losing his other family. And throughout the movie, you've got to watch it because it's also about forgiveness. And his life was spiraling out of control because he wouldn't forgive. Wow. And I've seen this happen. I know this, that when we are unforgiving, God has to withhold things from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're unforgiving, he has to hold things. Uh, I end up hating that person so bad that did me wrong. Maybe I was in a relationship and I hate that person so bad that did me wrong. And because I can't forgive, now God sent me my spouse and I don't even recognize him. Wow. Because I'm unforgiving, now God is withholding things from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't forgive you, uh, my mental health might be at stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might suffer from uh, thinking about you too much And how bad you treated me I might suffer from depression and anxiety now Because of how bad you treated me And now I can't get you out of my mind Now my mind is hurting, I'm hurting all these feelings And when all God wants me to do is love and forgive So he can show me what he got in store for me wow, wow. If I don't forgive you My physical health might suffer yeah, yeah. my heart might be so broken, I might end up having a stroke or high blood pressure or a heart attack. Our heart might be physically broken. I might be so messed up, and then I become so hateful and so mean. I can't get what God has for me because I think everybody's going to do me just like you did. Because wow. I don't want to forgive. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but check this out. Uh, repeat after me. You need to forgive, need to forgive. And, forget and forget so God can arrange your future. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Somebody should be happy about their future. You need to forgive and forget so God can begin to put things in order and arrange your future and what he has for you. In today's text, we are going to the Gospel of John, which is not a synoptic gospel. It has its own flow, to it, And Jesus is kind of telling the story and and solidifying his spot as the son of God. So right here we pick up in the story of today's text, John chapter 8. Verse 1 says this, but when Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, Mm -hmm. now early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him. He sat down and taught them. Look at that. Even Jesus went to church early, praise God. Even Jesus got up early, amen. And and I'm sure it wasn't 1130, praise God, but it's all good, amen. Uh, But Jesus got up early, and and I want you to get to know this real talk, that God got to be number one in our life. And a way to show him he's number one is by being on time. Amen. Don't miss this, don't miss this, because God convicted me of this years ago that we got to be at work sometimes four or five, six, seven in the morning, we up. Mm-hmm. They're on time to punch clocks, but then when it comes to Sunday, God, I'm tired. <laughs> I gave everybody else my best portion. Amen. I gave everybody else I what I had, so now I show up when I can. No, no, no. It's something about valuing and honoring God with our time don't miss that, amen. amen. Even Jesus got up early to get where he needed to get to. Amen. Look at the texts and then the scribes and Pharisees brought to him. A woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said, Teacher, this woman was caught in the caught in adultery the very act. My God, my God, she was caught in adultery the very act. So here we see now what's going on. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Jesus in the temple teaching. And the religious leader found a woman in co- that was caught in the act of adultery. Wow. They bought her in the midst of church. She was caught in the act of adultery. That trips me out, it's amazing the amount of wickedness people will conjure up to fulfill their own evil desires. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 I'm not just saying this, but no one said that this was their wife. <laughs> it's a whole group of men, they bring her, but nobody said it was their wife. I think it would be my wife, I'm gonna tell them somebody. Right. But they bring her to Jesus and say this woman was caught in the act of adultery. Uh, they bring her in front of the church and announce her sins to everybody and then give her for Jesus to be judged. It's cold-blooded, cold-blooded right there. Amen. I don't know what's going on. And then Jesus says this. The text says this. Now Moses in the law, this is them talking to Jesus, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger, though he did not hear Now, they have brought up the law of Moses. They've dragged this sister into this situation. They dragged her and said, you know what? Dragged her out of somebody's bed and said, you know what? I don't know if she's properly dressed. She got a gown on or what? They dragged her, brought her to the church and said, Jesus, this lady should be stoned. Mm -hmm. See, this is why you have to download the I read app. Because people will use the word of God to get Praise God. Amen. They will twist it to push their own narrative. They will have their own agenda and leave things out. That's why you got to read for yourself. Because what they were referring to was two scriptures. Leviticus 22 and 10, what does it say? The man who commits adultery with another man's wife, he who commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress surely should be put to death. That sounds like two people, don't it? Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, Deuteronomy 22. If a man is found lying with a woman married to a husband, then both of them shall die. Both? Both of them. The man that lay with the woman and the woman, you shall put away this evil from Israel. But didn't the text say that the scribes caught the woman in the act? Right. And brought the woman to the church? Ain't that what it says, verse 3? So, my first observation of this is asked is where's the man? Right. Uh, uh, Caught in the act means caught in the act. How do you bring her and drag her to church but don't drag the man? They'll let you know some foolishness is going on. They want her to be stoned and just bring her, not the man. And I'm trying to figure out what is going on. But that's why you got to train up your people to read the word of God. That's why pastor pushes you to read for yourself because they've been misdirected and misguided. Somebody will try to trip you up and deceive you using the word of God. Secondly, you need to know the word of God because it helps you defend your faith. Someone with questions or attempt to discredit your relationship with the Savior or your beliefs. you got to know more than God is good. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, they ain't trying to hear that. you got to know more than, than, than just Jesus. No, no, no you got to know what Jesus did and, and what yeah. the Word says and why you have a power and you have abundant life. Yeah. you got to know all these things. These yeah. mm-hmm. people will try to discredit you. Yes, but my second observation is to catch this sister in the act it means they were searching for sin. Oh my God, my God I ain't got time to search for nobody's sin, praise God Amen uh, uh, I have enough searching on my own What to do, praise God I gotta work out my own salvation with fear and trembling. I ain't got enough time to search for other people's sin I don't have enough time, I got a family I got a wife, I got to keep intact, check. I got all these things I don't have time to search for other people's sin mm-hmm. But you gotta be careful I believe this That if God wants me to know something about somebody's life Because he's so awesome He'll just tell me right. <laughs> Or you'll come and tell us I don't have to go search if it's something that deep and detrimental yeah. god gonna either reveal it to me yeah. or you gonna come and tell us because i don't have time to be a detective i'm a pastor i, I got time to preach the truth i don't have time to be a detective yeah. but in an attempt to trip up jesus they bring this woman and use her as a pawn to discredit jesus so i i guess it's safe to say this lady the victim of church mess uh, they know she a trip She's sleeping with other people's husbands They know she's a trip uh, uh, Old school will call her a husty, 2019 will call her a thot They know she a trip, she a mess She moving around doing whatever And nobody helping her out they drag her in the church to judge her and not help her. In an attempt to critique Christ's authentic ministry, they bring her in the middle of some church mess. And how do I know it's mess? I told you because they were caught in the act, but they only bought the woman and not the man. So you know it's some foolishness is going on. Be careful when church mess gets us all messed up and then we get caught off guard because we a trip and we drag people to be judged and do people wrong in all this church mess. But then we got to realize that the people need help. Because church mess messes us up. Kanye West on his song on his album said this uh, What is your response from the Christians They're going to be the first one to judge me Make you feel like nobody loved me wow. And I don't want nobody feeling like that mm-hmm. But we can see this judgmental spirit Be going on since Jesus was around yeah. In Old Testament this judgmental spirit That is established by people Who want to justify their sins mm-hmm. See when I justify my sins I can look down on yours right. Because the liar says At least I don't steal right. The thief say, at least I don't kill. Mm-hmm. Well, the killer says, well, well I, don't, I, I don't hurt women. Wow. The, the, the one that hurt women says, I don't hurt children. And that's how we do We compare ourselves to other people mm-hmm. to justify our sins. Instead of comparing ourselves to the standard, which is Christ. Amen. So some people here might say today, you know what? I might have been a victim of church mess. Mm-hmm. The people lied on me and cheated on me. And, and, they, and they try to do whatever they need to keep their position. They might have hurt me uh, to make themselves look better than they actually were. And your unforgiveness of them, which we label as church hurt, really hinders out God's work in your heart. Wow. Because God's trying to help you and get you somewhere. Amen. That one person that did you wrong and they said they were a follower of Christ, I get that. But check it out. You still got to forgive them. Why? Because you don't do that to your favorite food places. Right. <laughs> McDonald's on 86th Street messed up your order. What do you do? You go to McDonald's on 38th Street. Praise God, Amen. It is amazing we don't give up on food places, but we give up on God. No, don't give up on God because He won't give up on me. No, 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 no. I gotta forgive you. That might not be the right church for me. I might have came in contact with the wrong person, but now I'm believing God to get me on track. Don't do that. I'm not justifying what they did was wrong. Hear me on this. You might want to write this down. I'm not trying to justify any wrong they did But this is what the enemy does He's good at taking a bad experience That hurts us and makes it become An excuse to hinder us, praise Ah, God Amen, he takes a bad Experience Mm -hmm. and allows It to hurt us so bad That it becomes the excuse we use to Hinder us, I ain't going to nobody's church I ain't going to see nobody pass I ain't going to do this, I'm not going to do that And all the enemy did was try to use you hurt and make you offended and unforgiving To stop you destiny. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, have your Thank way. You have your way, Lord. Your way, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at the text. Verse 6 says this. They said testing him that they might have some, something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his fingers as though he did not hear. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can I encourage you that people tested Jesus so they gonna test you too? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. People gonna test you. That's life. Mm-hmm. They tested Jesus. When you don't know how to forgive and forget though, Every little thing bothers you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you don't know how to forgive, forget all little things bother you. But they try to tell Jesus the word of God. What the word of God says, Jesus stoops there, he starts writing on the ground as though he did not hear. Watch this. Mm-hmm. When you know who you are and whose you are, uh. your ability to ignore foolishness goes to another level. Yeah, my God, my God. When you know who you are, my identity is in Christ, whose I am, I belong yeah, to God. Yeah. My ability ignore foolishness goes to another level jesus bends down and starts writing he ain't even tripping off what they say he says you know what you ain't even worth my response my god my god my god i need you to look at the situation somebody got on your nerves and did this and did that you need to go look at that and say that ain't even worth my response so i ain't got time to get that in my attention i ain't got time i'm gonna act like i didn't hear you and keep it moving but when i do respond i'm gonna have something to say amen when i do respond it's gonna be I ain't got time they see my pettiness look at Jesus response to the people first wow. seven says this so, the, so when they continue asking him he raised himself up and said he who is without sin among you let him throw a stone at her first mm-hmm. and again he stooped down and wrote on the ground mm-hmm. my god that's why I love Jesus right there I love I love Jesus he's like all right all right, all right. We gonna follow the law of Moses. Let's follow the law of Moses. Uh, we gonna do what we gonna, gonna do. What we need to do. We ain't doing this for no evilness, no personal gain. Uh, y'all want to stone the girl, right? Y'all want to kill her instead of help her. It's cool. Uh, we ain't gonna help her get out of married people's bed. We are gonna let's go stone her. That's cool. That's cool. She deserves to be stoned. I'm cool with that. Cool in the game. But let he who without sin throw the first stone. Amen. Then Jesus began to write on the ground, and I'm sure he was right now sins. And he says if we're going to keep the law Then we're going to keep it out of the way baby I ain't going to let you keep it on her And I keep it on yourself No 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 Verse 9 says then he who heard it Being convicted those who heard it being Convicted by their conscience went out One by one beginning from the oldest to the Last as Jesus was left alone And the woman was standing in the midst I love this verse right there I can imagine this Sister in the middle of the church uh, Church message she's like my life is about to be over They didn't drag me here they called out My sin Uh, they got stones in their Hand ready and Jesus on the ground writing Because in the Old Testament there were several things Worth stoning amen one of them was working On the Sabbath praise God I actually had to Go to work this morning before church so I deserve To get stoned amen so 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 working on the Sabbath was one, and then sorcery is one, amen, and some of y'all be like, I ain't no sorcerer, I don't know nothing about that, yeah, but y'all be in them horoscopes, praise God, amen, Trying to line up your life according to the horoscope instead of lining your life up to God and pray and talk to God and see what God has for your life, that's some sorcery, amen, but rebellious children, children that were unruly and didn't know how to act and didn't care about the law or didn't care about the people, they were supposed to be stoned or kidnapped, or homosexuality or blaspheming God, which they eventually accused Jesus of, idolatry, adultery, murder, all these things are. worth. Stony and the lady who thought she was about to die by stony heard the sound of grace. Mm -hmm. She heard the sound of grace. See, grace has a distinctive sound to it, and I don't believe Grace had ever been heard before this lady came to the Bible. And I believe the sound of grace was the rocks hitting the ground. Y'all yeah, 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 missed it. I hit you Tuesday. She was about to be stoned. Mile. A group of angry people were about to stone her and kill her because she'd been caught in adultery and trying to trip up Jesus. They were about to stone her and she thinks her life is about to be over but grace was when the rocks hit the ground. Yeah. There were those things that was about to kill her actually hit the ground. All I'm saying is. God is good and our rocks have hit the ground in all our life. Okay, okay, okay. Anybody here ever deserve death? You ever deserve to be judged? You ever been deserved to have God's judgment on you? But then the rocks hit the ground, oh my God, my God. And she looks up and say, where are my accusers? Ain't nobody here but me and Jesus. I can imagine all the people looking around convicted of their sins and saying, you know what? We can't show her because I've been forgiven her so much. How could I not forgive her? And I'm going to tell you the truth. We don't have time to be judging. We got to be careful because what i look like judging somebody else would I do the same thing? Amen. Uh, 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 what I look like judging, but I just didn't get caught? Uh, 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 I should have been locked up, but I'm free. The rocks hit the ground. Praise God. Amen. Uh, what I look like judging, uh, 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 she just didn't get pregnant, and they did? What I look like the rocks hit the ground? I got grace. Amen. what I look like judging on somebody else? No, when I realize I got sin and shortcoming myself, I'm sympathetic to others. I understand you got shortcomings, too. I understand you're a human being. I understand you're gonna need us some grace too. We all need some grace, but when we are judgmental That's good. and can't look at our own issues, we're ready to stone everybody. Right. We're ready to hold everybody to the letter of the law. <laughs> we don't even keep it ourselves, wow. but we're ready to hurt people. Wow, help us, Lord. Help but God is trying to show us the sound of grace us, us, and what it sounds like. Can we almost done, y'all. Look at this, verse ten. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are your accusers? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. This is extremely powerful. Yeah, that's extremely powerful. This rowdy and obnoxious crowd is now reduced just to the woman caught in adultery in Jesus. Don't miss this. Jesus told them, he who is without sin, cast the first stone. He never told nobody to leave him. Mm -hmm. It was a crowd of people. Now it's just a woman and Jesus. He said, he who is without sin, cast the stone, but everybody left. Jesus pierced their hearts addressing their sins. Mm -hmm. This encourages me even as a pastor because my job is to preach the word in and out of season. And when it shows me in the text That when you have to deal with sins Be prepared that people won't stay around mm, Woo Y'all missed that Jesus the answer to their sin problem Just told them to throw the stone He didn't tell them to leave If you stay around I can help all y'all right. But because they were convicted and mad About their sins being addressed mm-hmm. They left Jesus' side And the only one that got help and forgiven was the woman yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God, my God The person whose life was on the line Didn't leave his side My God, my God, my God, my God Whatever you are going through, you better know that I can't leave Jesus, I don't care what you're saying I don't care who you are I don't care what it is, anything, any sin Any man, any woman, any drug Whatever it is, I can't leave Jesus I gotta stay by his side And then Jesus says Where are your accusers at? Has no one condemned you? And then Jesus dropped this bomb and says Neither do I condemn you, but go And sin no more which shows us that Jesus didn't agree with her sin. He doesn't condone our sin. In actuality, he doesn't like our sin. He detested, but he forgave her. But he clearly states, I'm not condemning you, but go and sin no more. Jesus saying, girl, you a trip. I know you a trip. I already know everything you ever did. And, and you running around and jumping into this man's bed and this married man's bed, all this stuff. But Jesus said, I forgive you for that. But don't let me hear about you acting like that no more. Go and sin no more. i have forgiven you for that. You better than that. i more into you than that. I understand you got some issues, but go and sin no more. And then we got to realize that we all have issues. And can I suggest a New Creation Church that all of us was a mess before we met Jesus, Amen. that all of us had some issues, all of us had some messed up hearts and jacked up minds, and it is that is what led us to Christ and led us to come together as a church in yeah. fellowship that yeah. we all have issues. But I'm trying to help somebody because I want you to get over your issues. So pastor, is trying to preach to you and teach to you. First lady, and pray and love you because I've been in church long enough that I I know that some people come to church and seven years later they fighting the same demons. Wow, seven Jesus. Seven years later they fighting the same devils. And stuck in a cycle and can't get out because they won't go and sin no more. I've forgiven you, Jesus said. I've forgiven you for that. Why are you still down right there? I've forgiven you for that. I wiped that slate clean. That was something you were dealing with in 2013. I'm done with that. I've forgiven you, but I told you to go and sin no more. And the reason you haven't experienced your freedom that I have for you, because the Son of son, Man comes to set people free, is because you won't go and sin no more. And can I suggest this before I get out of here? The principle of I forgive is one I'm able to forgive others because Christ has forgiven me for so much. Amen. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the reason to praise. The reason I forgive is because I've been forgiven for so much. Because it's stuff that don't know that my mama don't know that my daddy don't know that my brother don't know that my spouse don't know. It's just stuff that just me and Jesus know, and He kept it. He forgave me for it. He cleaned me up inside. So because of that, he's been so good to me. Yeah. Yeah. All through my life, I'm able to forgive people, even if, they, if I feel they don't deserve it. Amen. Because God will forgive them. Yes. And the second is that God forgives you for whatever you've done so that you love him enough not to go back. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever he's forgiven you from, love him enough not to go back. Yeah. Love, love, he, he, he wants to take it away because it's a hindrance to what he has for you. So, when it comes to forgiving others and receiving forgiveness from God, I want to encourage you with a song from that great pro- prophet Elsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She encouraged us all. Amen. Because sometimes our hearts be frozen. Praise God. And hey, 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 what that we got to love, we got to let it go. Let it go. Uh, I think she said, I can't hold it back anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Turn away and slam the door. I don't care what anybody got to say. That's all I came to tell you. I don't care what they did. I don't care what they got to say. I got to slam the door on forgiveness. I got to slam the door on bitterness. I got to slam the door on malice and my heart being jacked up. I got to forgive you. I ain't got time for you to block my blessings. I forgive you for every lie you told. I forgive you for every time you tried to hurt me. I forgive you for what you did to me. I forgive you for it all because it doesn't matter. There's one thing I know that what the devil meant for evil, God meant it for my good. So if God allowed you to hurt me like that, I mean he had a plan for me. He had something he was trying to get to me. So I I'm grateful that I can come back to him And I can forgive you yes. Thank you Lord wow. Because God has forgiven me for so much Amen, yes. hey, making me give God a praise yes. in this place? Yes. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, we thank you oh God you, For the gift of thank forgiveness you, Lord. Thank, you, Lord. thank you Lord And I don't know where you are in your relationship with Christ you, But I do know That God gave me this for a reason I believe some people struggle with unforgiveness mm-hmm. I believe you've been holding on to grudges and it's a trip, y'all. We hold on to grudges. Stuff that happened in 1992, we still mad about it. Should have been let that go. And we still holding on. Everybody close their eyes and bow their heads, please. And we still are holding on to unforgiveness. And God saying, look here, I, gotta, I, I got I to uproot that thing. It's some fruit that I'm trying to grow in your heart. Your heart is programmed. It is some fruit that I'm trying to grow in your heart. It's some fruit I'm trying to grow in your prayer life. It's some fruit I'm trying to bring to you. But you are unforgiving. Mm. And you don't realize that is what separates me from you. Is that you can't forgive. And I want to offer you so much. But you got to let it go. So if you're struggling with unforgiveness today. This is my prayer is that you let it go. You say God. I don't care what they say about me. I don't care what they do. I'm not. No one might hurt you, but I don't care what they do. You, you, my, you, 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 my shield and my protector. we in that side 91 today. You my buckler. You everything. You protect me, so I'm not worried about what they're gonna do. Your word says no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I'm not worried about what they're gonna do. But Lord, what they say, let me let that go. Let me let 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 me rather learn what pleases you. Let me show them how much you love me by me loving them, by forgiving them. She says said this, that, that anybody can forgive anybody that loves them. The true show of love and forgiveness is forgiving those who persecute you. Forgiving those who've done you wrong. Yeah. Forgiving those who lied on you. Forgiving those who have tried to hurt you. The Bible declares that it would be like a heaping hot coals on their head. Because people don't understand how can you forgive me when I've been so evil to you. Yeah. How can you forgive me when I've done you so wrong. So if you're struggling with forgiveness today. i ask you to come. i you going to get prayer to give your life back to Christ. Are you struggling with anything? Maybe with something else that, that hits you in your gut and say, You know what, God? I just need you. If you know you need God today, praise God, amen. amen. If you know you need God, praise God. You got some praise. God. 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 We not have to patty cake, God. My God's too good. My God's too great. We don't cake, God. You've been too good. There's some people with no hands wish they could clap, praise God, amen. Some people with no legs wish they could stand. Some people with no voice wish they could talk. So, God. If you're dealing with some unforgiveness in your heart, some bitterness, come and let it go today. Let it go today so we can't harm you no more. You got prayers that's locked up in heaven and can't be answered. You got prayers that God's looking at and saying, I want to give it to them. But they're not forgiven. I want them to give them their heart's desire, but they're not forgiven. You need prayer. You need anything. I'm about to pray. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't draw this out. But God, I feel is doing something, and we're going to be the healthiest church we can be. Healthy, a healthy church that loves each other for real. A healthy church that shows forgiveness and love. A healthy church that applies God's word. So if you're unforgiving, you got to be mad at somebody. I don't care who it is—a parent, a sibling, brother, sister. Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, I don't care what it is, a coworker, whatever. If you're unforgiving right now, there's something that's holding you back. Come and give it to God. We're gonna let it go today. We're gonna give it to God. If you're unforgiving in any kind of way, or maybe it's something else. You don't want to limit God to unforgiveness. I don't know what you're going through. But whatever it is, whatever it is you're going through, we're gonna let it go today. We're gonna stand on that. Amen. It's our message to you. You are mighty. You are wonderful. You are everything to us Father God. You are our peace, our joy, our strength. You are our light. You are everything to us oh God. So we come here acknowledging that first oh God that you are everything to us oh God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you oh God for what you've done thus far in our life oh God. We thank you o God for waking us up and bringing us to your house today Father God. For you even having something for us oh God. Speaking to us oh God. We are grateful. For everything you were doing in our life, Father God. And I come right now in the name of Jesus on behalf of New Creation Church, oh God. I come right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We come against the spirit of unforgiveness right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We come against it and ask you to bless it right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. This thing has kept us down for too long, Father God. It has kept us down. Too long, oh God. It has kept us down in the name of Jesus, oh God. It has kept us down in the prisons of our mind, oh God. It has kept us down in the prisons of our heart, Father God. It has kept us down, oh God, with our family and with our loved ones, oh God. This spirit of unforgiveness, oh God, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We declare the spirit of unforgiveness for not living in this church, oh God. We declare it right now, Father God, you are creating us a clean heart, oh God, and renewing a right spirit within us right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We declare Believing right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that our bitterness is leaping out of our hearts right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Those thoughts and those things, oh God, that you have that the enemy tried to trick us with and trap us with, oh God. Those things that came to hurt us, oh God. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We believe you, Father God, to help us to strengthen us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. So that person, oh God, is on our mind and our heart, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. That we are having a hard time unforgiving, oh God. That time that person that we're having a hard time forgiving, oh God. That person, oh God. That has hurt us. That has wronged us. That has betrayed us. That has done things, oh God, that are so wrong. Father God, help us to see that they're a child of God. Help us to see that they need you too, oh God. Help us to help us to see that we're not perfect oh God. Help us, oh God, to forgive so much that we've been forgiven for so much, oh God. Help us, oh God, to forgive Him, oh God. Show us in Your Word, oh God, that it was Christ, oh God, who forgave, oh God, and deep on the cross, oh God, that somebody was on the cross. Father God, and said, can I enter into your kingdom? And Christ forgave him, oh God. While Jesus is getting beat with lashes and whips, Father God, and nails in his hand, and nails in his feet. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So I speak that up in your life right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. That person that got you tripping, that person taking your ring in your mind for free, that person is popping up your heart. Say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Say, Father, forgive them, for I what they do, it's the enemy, and I'm not going to let the enemy win, I'm not going to let the enemy block my blessings, I'm not going to let the enemy keep me down, I'm not going to let the enemy keep me bound. I'm not going to let the enemy keep me walking around the same mulberry bush, God got more for me, God has things to show for me, I need my prayers answered, and I refuse to have them hindered, because I won't forgive, I refuse to have my life stalled up, and block. blessings blocked, because I won't forgive, so Father God help me oh God, seek your forgiveness, oh God, and help me, oh God, when this thing tries to creep back in my heart, Father God, when I see that person, and I might get an uneasy feeling in my heart, an uneasy feeling in my stomach, say they are a child of God, and I love you, God, so I'm going to love them. I'm going to love them, oh God, I'm going to show love, and help me, oh God, in my shortcomings, oh God. I speak peace of on each one of your lives, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that, that, that God has given you the fruit of the Spirit, and in the fruit of the Spirit, unforgiveness ain't one of them. Hatred ain't of them. Malice ain't one of them. Bitterness ain't one of them. But God is giving you joy. Amen. God is giving you strength. Amen. God is giving you peace. Amen. God is giving you the fruits of the Spirit. our oh self-control. He is giving you the fruits of the Spirit to help you in this. So, Father God, I pray for every fruit of the Spirit that you spoke in Galatians 5 and 16. Father God, we apply to our life right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, give us peace. Give us joy. Give us love. Give us happiness. Oh God, give us self-control. Oh God, give us everything we need. Oh God, we declare we need you, oh God. Only you can fix our hearts. Only you can regulate our minds. You know where our heart is broken. You know the hurtful words. You know the pain they cause. You know, Father God. So we say, oh God, we give it to you, oh God. We take it out of our heart, oh God. As you created us a clean heart, oh God. And renew a right spirit within us, oh God. That you purge us with his sop, oh God. That you purge us, oh God. And to every thought of unforgiveness, oh God, to every memory of it is gone and out of our memory bank, oh God. And we are walking in love. We are walking in forgiveness. We are walking, oh God, as you called us to walk, oh God. So we speak up, we speak forgiveness and peace over our homes, over our children, oh God, that i unforgiving to try to root in our children, oh God, because we carry it around. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. That siblings will get along in the name of Jesus. And our, our kids will get along with other kids in school. They won't be blood holders, but they will be peacemakers in the name of Jesus. We speak the word over our children, oh God. They are blessed, they are righteous, they are peacemakers of God. So we just thank you, oh God, that you've forgiven us. We thank you, God, that you allow us to say we can put anything in prayer, the Bible says "Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. So I thank you, God, you care about us, even to the point of us not being forgiven. So I declare blessings over everyone's life that's up here. I declare peace. I declare the root of unforgiveness to be cut at the ax at the bottom of the tree is cut. It shall not grow, and seeds of love have been planted where unforgiveness lives. If you believe that, you better give God some praise. and sing of love have been planted with unforgiveness once lived. And we believe it and we receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, oh God, for having your way. We thank you, oh God, for having your way. You are good God. You are a great God. You are a good God. And you, you, you are a great God we come against that, that anything? Yes. Anything. Thank you, Lord, for love. Thank you for love. This is what it's about. Loving people to what God has for them, amen? Amen. So we thank you, oh God, for your love. We thank you, oh God, for your love.